that's the coolest part about this specific place is that you're, you're forced to talk to your neighbor and it's usually like the best thing you've done that day. You sit next to somebody and you awkwardly sit there for a few minutes and then all of a sudden you're like, so sunny out today. And then next thing you know, you're talking about your kids and your family and what you like to do on the weekends and all of a sudden you're friends. everyone, Cole Turnbull with Coeur Advice Givers, where we interview Coeur business owners, entrepreneurs, and thought leaders to bring Coeur residents the best advice from our community's brightest minds. Today, I'm joined by Danica Gilbert, new owner of Slate Creek Brewing Co. Danica got her foot in the door originally at Slate Creek as a bartender, soon began working her way up the ladder to become a sales rep, then manager, and now owner. Thanks for coming on. Thank you. Hey, before we get into Slate Creek Brewing, uh, you want to share with us how uh, a little bit of your personal backstory, how you got to where you're at today? Yeah, so kind of like what you said, um, I started here a few years ago um, just as a bartender. I was connected through our outdoor community. Um, I was going through the NIC Outdoor Leadership Program, and uh, my teacher, Paul, uh, hooked me up with our previous owners, Jason Wing. And so um, it was a simple interview. I remember I sat down with the Wing brothers and they were like, do you like beer? Like, you know, what kind of beers do you like? And um, they they hired me. I started as a bartender and then it kind of transformed. I started working sales for them. I took tons of breaks. I was um, traveling and I'd leave in the summers and come back in the winters. But this was like home for me. I kept returning and... Um, Finally, uh, transformed kind of into the manager. I mean, I was just overseeing everyone else in here and helping out the brothers. And um, then after closing, my heart was still here, and we I had to keep it going. So that's what we're doing now. Yeah, that's what you said uh, when you guys closed originally last uh, October. It was it was like a bad breakup for you, right? Yeah, it was probably the saddest thing I've been through, and. I mean, my heart was into this place, um, and yeah, it was a terrible, it was like a terrible boyfriend breakup, so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> now and, it's back, now we're back together. <laughs> yeah, now you're, now you're back together, but um, so you have, and I mean, it wasn't just, I'm sure it wasn't just hard on you, you know, there's yeah. a big following of Slate Creek Brewing yeah. that the Wing Brothers basically developed, you know, over the years and, you know, with everyone's help and like, oh, sleep, you know, sleep Creek. And then you start seeing yeah. their beers, you know, all around town and, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Um, kind of what has been, what have you learned the most from, say, October when they close the doors until, you know, we're sitting here today in March and oh, man. you're now the owner? Um. I think that your hard work does pay off, right? So, I mean, the struggle of, like, working for someone else and you're like, man, I'm just, like, busting my butt and, like, not getting ahead here. Um, I think if you put your heart into something, eventually it comes around. Like, I put my heart into this and I tried hard. And, I mean, I feel like everything's lined into place now. And I feel super lucky that I'm even having this opportunity and that I have the support from the community and the people and I think it's just from working hard and trying your best and hopefully it continues to do that. But yeah. Yeah. So now with the reopening of Slate Creek, you guys are kind of having to, you're scaling back a little bit, yep. you know? So 
I always say like two steps back for 10 steps forward. Yeah. Um, what, what's gonna, you know, what's changed and what do you see in your vision for Slate Creek? Yeah. I think we're bringing it back to its roots is what we're doing. Um, you know, we started on the two barrel system and we were really successful. The, the brothers killed it. I mean, they had a huge following and, um, then we grew and we started uh, distribution and we were all over town and we continued to do really well. Um, now I think we're just bringing it back to the beginning where we had this like tap room with just our close members and our regulars and um, we did good beer and we just kept it here for us. Uh, so I think that's what we're going to do again and it's going to be just great. Yeah. So what in five years, like where, what is your vision? Where do you see Slate Creek? Uh, you know, my, my vision for it is, um, more of a community place. So I hope that in the future we can, um, you know, collaborate with more local business and create, um, this awesome like hub for other people to come and really get involved here. And, um, I don't know if, what five years looks like. I mean, things change so quickly. So I don't know where we'll be in six months or a year. And so it'll be interesting to see. Yeah. One, I think one of my favorite aspects about the podcast is you get on the podcast and you're like, Hey, like you can go back in five years. Right. And say like, yeah. I predicted that or I was so far off. Yeah. Like, and cause you don't know, like we don't know what yeah. tomorrow's going to hold, but you know, everyone usually has like, Hey, like, like we're going, you know, this route and this route and being a new, you know, a new business owner, you, I'm sure you're probably like, you know, just anxious to get scared. that, that <laughs> grand opening scared, you know, whatever. Um, was there, and I know that you said community is important to you. What yeah. is there a story or anything that's happening like in your life that's kind of triggered to be like, you know what, like community oriented business? Yeah. I actually think my opportunity to do this business is all from the community. I don't think that, I mean, when I was bartending, I was connecting with everyone in the area and, um, your connections lead to so much more, right? So, um, simple conversations at the grocery store or whatever people realize, Oh wait, I know that person or, Oh, that's my cousin or my brother. And Oh, but they'll help you do this. And you know, all of a sudden like things come together. And I think that's really how this business has always grown is like, people are like, Oh, I know this great guy that could build you tables or, Oh, let me help you, you know, do, you know, whatever it is around here. And, um, so connecting is, you know, how we grow and how I feel, I don't know, I feel the best when I'm connecting with people. And so you evidently fly by the seat of your pants sometimes. Like you go down to, you, said, you know, you go out of the country and go on on these trips yeah. and, and just float. Like yeah. have, has anything like that contributed to? Yeah. Maybe just, um, I think I say yes to everything and in some ways that could be bad or good, but, um, any opportunity I've been given, I tend to just go with, um, with kind of out think like without thinking about it or what I'm doing. So traveling, you know, people are like, Oh, I have this great opportunity. Do you want to go do this? I'm like, yep, I'm coming. And so maybe similar to the brewery too. They're like, Oh, do you want to do this? I'm like, well, yeah, let's do it. I mean, cause the worst case is, is we start over, right. Or you mm-hmm. pick something new. And so, um, that's probably, a habit that I don't know 
I'm going to continue to do, you know, um, saying yes to people when they come in here and say, hey, we'd like to collaborate with you or we'd like to do an event here. Yeah, sure. I mean, worst case is it doesn't work out or it's it's not the best and we don't do it again. But I think taking those opportunities to just like um, see what could happen. Is yeah, right. Like you grow. I, I know I usually learn more from, you know, taking those risks and sometimes they don't work out. And those are yeah. sometimes opportunities that you learn the most from. I know previously, uh, Slate Creek kind of collaborated with some other breweries around, you know, yeah. the community. Is that something that you guys intend to, to keep doing? Or? Definitely. Yeah. Um, so I've been learning a lot actually now and about collaboration and what's going on. And so, um, we're looking into it, but we'd love to keep collaborating with people. There's also a super awesome women's brewers group. So, um, the pink boot society, which has been kind of a recent thing. Um, it's nationwide and it's for women who brew or have breweries and you get together and you collaborate that way. So they just did one a few weeks ago and they do it once a year. And so I'd like to get involved with that too, you know, um, but working with people like our neighbors, like Daft Badger or, you know, Mad Bomber, Post Falls Brewing, like it would be great to connect and do something together. Yeah. You guys, uh, you know, collaborate and ultimately it ends up building, you know, Coeur d'Alene's yeah. whole brewing industry. But, um, mostly the craft beers, Yeah, you know, so kind of going off that collaboration and learning, like how, how did you learn how to brew beer? I'm still learning. I'm learning a lot every day and reading a lot of books right now. I'm still in the process of learning this. Um, I got the opportunity to shadow a few of our brewers here. So, um, you know, Remington now he brews up at laughing dog. I did a few days with him. Um, Ryan and Jason wing are still around and helping me and I couldn't, I couldn't do it without them right now. You know, they're, they're in the back when I need something or I have a question or I'm not sure about it. Um, they, Ryan did our first batch of beer. He brewed with me. So that's pretty cool too. So I have a lot of resources, a lot of friends in the industry that are teaching me and helping me. And, um, you know, I'm following their recipes. So as of right now, I'm not, you know, being super creative with it, but, um, I want to, I want to keep what they had going. And so hopefully I can do their recipes justice. You're starting simple, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, two, you have two, two barrel system. Yeah. It's a little more manageable for me too. I mean, physically the big system, I, you know, lifting all of that would, is a lot harder. Um, so I'm excited to do it on the little smaller scale and, um, it's a little more crafty too. And, fun to play with so yeah so two steps back 10 steps yeah. forward you know sometimes that's hard to do is yeah but it's not always a bad thing i think you know for us it's it's going to be a great thing you know i mm-hmm. think it um it's going to build our tap room a little bit more you know uh cuz before you could go to capones and have our beer or go down to fire or wherever and that's great but now this is going to be the only place you can get slate creek beer um and the only place you'll see us and I think in a way that's going to, it's going to make it a little more special. Yeah. Just, I mean, and it's got to, I think, feel good, you know, for the wing brothers too. You said, you know, they're, they're still helping you, right? Like they spent years, you know, start, they started slate, slate Kirk from scratch, right? Yeah. Like they've, you know, built up the business and then they had to step away, but you know, I'm sure it's a great thing for them to, you know, see the doors reopen and be able to help you and i'm sure that yeah you know they're they're probably rooting for you 
more than anyone. Oh, they've been so supportive and amazing. And I just, I really don't think I could do it without them, you know? And like the connection that I've had with them and their family is just, I mean, it's, it's super special. And I'm really grateful for that. I guess going off that, what accomplishment in this entire journey are you most proud of? Well, I think once we open the doors again, seeing our mug members come back, is going to be a huge accomplishment. If I can get even half of the like regular members back in here, like it's going to feel like complete success for me. So if I can bring everyone back together and we can sit and talk and have our regular Wednesday people sit at the bar or, you know, our Friday afternoon crew come back, it's going to be like, Oh, finally, I'm like giving them a place to hang out again. And that's going to be the biggest accomplishment. One thing I notice is you don't have like any TVs in here. You know, people aren't going to come here to watch games or that. Like, and that's all on purpose, right? Yeah. That's the coolest part about this specific place is that you're, you're forced to talk to your neighbor and it's usually like the best thing you've done that day. You sit next to somebody and you awkwardly sit there for a few minutes and then all of a sudden you're like, so sunny out today. And then, Next thing you know, you're talking about your kids and your family and what you like to do on the weekends and all of a sudden you're friends and then you're like, okay, see you next Friday. And you know, you create this group. We have um, this awesome group of people. I like to call them the round table and they come in uh, every Friday and they sit down and um, it's a group of older people and they, they just like to talk and hang out. Wednesdays are the same thing. We have a couple people that sit at the bar, same spots every time. And you know, you don't always know each other and then you become friends and it, this is your hangout. This is your spot. And it's like the old watering hole. I don't know. It's, it's cool. <laughs> it, it's such a community in its own. And it, it's all thanks to people just opening up and talking and being comfortable in a space where, you know, they don't feel, I don't know, like they have to impress anybody. You can come in here dirty. You can come in here clean. You can, you know, whatever your background is. Like, I feel like everyone is so accepting and, you can have a good conversation. And I think it's thanks to not having TVs and not having that like outside of entertainment. You're like, Oh, all right, we got to talk to each other. Yeah. You, it should be. I mean, are you going to have a cell phone check? You know, maybe people come yeah. in and check their cell phones. So, so that's like the debate too, is I do notice sometimes people check their cell phones, but usually it doesn't last long because you kind of feel almost awkward, like being the one person on their phone. So you hide it and you're like, Oh, well I better put that away. Um, but then there's a debate like, do we offer Wi-Fi? People are like, well, I'd love to come in here and just sit down and have a beer and work on my computer. And I'm like, yeah, I get it. Like I would too. Like I want to have that place. But, um, then it's like, well, would you just be sitting on your computer the whole time? Is that what we want to do? And so that's like a struggle I'm thinking about right now. I'm like, do we offer that or not? Or I think maybe we just go to the coffee shop for that and here's about talking. So yeah, I mean, that's, that's, I think, a, you know, a common thing. And with culture today, it's so easy, you know, especially once you get kind of one of those situations where maybe you don't know anyone around or, like, you're not talking to anyone. I do it. Yeah. I pull my phone out. Yeah. And, like, oh, yeah, and, like, get on my phone yeah. on Facebook or start texting, like, my friends, right? Yeah. But you don't know the story of the person right. sitting next to you, which I make, trying to make a conscious effort yeah. to, you know, stop doing that as much. And I I think it's cool that you guys are at least taking the initiative, you know, yeah. to be like, hey, you know, if you want to go watch the game, you could go, you know, go down to one of the other yeah. sports bars or whatever we have in town 
Like that's not who we are. That's not how we roll. You guys are also, you're going to start doing like live music and incorporating a lot lot of that kind of stuff. Parking lot parties. They're usually a pretty good time. (laughs) (laughs) And that, you know, um, that was all thanks to the, the Coeur bike shop. They really helped us with that. You know, they bring an awesome crew here every week. Um, and they have been such a big support for us. So I, I, we hope this summer that we can show them just as much love. They have an awesome new bar. Um, that they opened in their bike shop. Um, so we're playing with the idea of, you know, maybe splitting up the rides and doing, you know, some here and some there. But, uh, yeah, the the parking lot parties definitely were their thing, and they started it, and they they showed us a good time. So we're super thankful for that. So, so you're going to keep the parking lot parties going? Oh, yeah, I think so. Um, I, I'm thinking maybe we do them more than once a week and do different things. And, um, you know, we talked about doing maybe Saturday night music now because, you know, it, it, the only other place in town that does Saturday music is like the Iron Horse or the Moose. And, you know, if you don't want to be in the downtown scene and around that, it's kind of nice to have something a little more low-key. We also can have kids in here, which is cool. So mm-hmm. um, doing music earlier in the day, uh, might be a good thing, but we'll just see how the summer goes and, you know, what everyone wants is, you know, what we'll do. And then do you guys have any, I know some of the other breweries, uh, they do like food trucks and that sort of thing. Is, is that something that you guys, you, you know, we've in? done food trucks and, um, they've been great. We had a few different like Mexican food trucks come through, but we have the devil's lettuce right next to us. Um, and they have such good food. They're awesome. So Shauna and Mo are the owners of devil's lettuce. They're in the corner bar parking lot back there and they treat us like gold. They will, we can text in orders. We can call them whenever and they walk it over. They'll serve you at your table. Um, you can pay for it in here. It's like effortless and really good comfort food. So all different kinds of stuff that they offer. So I'm going to continue to support them and send people that way. And then also the bistro, the bistro is connected to us and they have a lot of awesome stuff that they can do to go. And, um, they'll, give us the same service so we kind of just share the love between the two restaurants and it makes it great because we don't even have to do food we don't have to struggle with that and they do such a good job yeah you got enough on your plate like learning how to we'll do the beer they do the food and then you know we'll just keep it all right here exactly i mean you start getting your hand into so many pots then you start you know slacking in, in other areas uh if you could get one message out to the community of Coeur d'Alene about Slate Creek, what would it be? You know, I think like kind of what we were talking about is talking to each other, connecting with each other, taking the time to like get to know your neighbors and um, the people around you, I think is the most important thing because they, they're the ones that will support you and um, help you grow and learn. And so the more we can connect with each other, I think the better people we can be. So Yeah, and then people can find you on Facebook, right? Yeah. Are yeah. you on Instagram, Snapchat, Instagram. any of that fun stuff? I oh man, I got my own personal Snapchat just recently, but <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not into that. Um Facebook and Instagram for sure though, or all around. So Yeah, so people can get on follow uh Slate Crick Brewing on Facebook. Yep. What is it the same hook on Instagram? Yep, exact same pretty simple so okay yeah um and then any lasting thoughts that you'd like to you know leave with us you know i feel like one thing we didn't talk about and um is super important going forward is um the partnership that i have right now you know uh so this this wouldn't be possible without 
my partner, Andy Niels. Like he um, is supporting me and um, making this possible for me and for him. And it's, you know, I'm really excited to see like how we grow and grow together and what we can do with Slate Creek. So, um, you know, want to give him a little credit. Yeah. And so, you know, having a business partner, I know that can be, you know, especially when you get rolling, right? Right. Like it's almost like a, like a marriage, you know, like whose roles, whose, I think we said that a couple of times. I was like, man, we just got married. And I was like, (laughs) (laughs) this is great. I mean, we're like, you know, We'll, we'll go through all that together. Yeah. So like you have like, Hey, like you do, you know, like you guys lay out like, Hey, like you're basically in charge of the brewing, the beer yeah. and that sort of thing. And yeah. then like he has his, his roles. Is that how you guys play it out? Or yeah. you, guys we, just- you know, we're just, um, I feel like our strongest suit between us is going to be our communication. Like we talk, we text, we were really good friends before this. And I think that's going to continue to help us as we'll just keeping that open communication and, um, learning, learning about each other and learning together about the business and what we want and where we're going. And yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Well, we appreciate you, uh, having us come by and we Thanks. look this forward awesome. to, I'm, I'm stoked for you guys, like just doing this and reaching out to the community in a different way. I think, you know, you guys are the ones making a difference. Hey, feeling, feelings mutual. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.